0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh My brothers and sisters out on the interwebs Hope you guys are doing absolutely phenomenal Inshallah, this is your brother Yasin Coming at you guys with another Deen Ilm Chronicles podcast episode And I'm not even kidding you guys This episode that we're going to be going into Inshallah and in this Deen Ilm Chronicles summary Is one that for those of you Who are really able to grasp it For those of you who are really able to understand The nuanced meaning that we're going to be going over It is going to stack and stack and stack on top one after the other all of the sectors, all of the vectors, all of the ways, all of the uh, the verticals in which the Qur'an is a miracle. Not only from a linguistic Arabic language perspective, not only from a tajweed articulation perspective, not only from a tafsir meaning perspective, but really you will be left in complete awe and astoundment that this Qur'an, this miracle is not something that was a coincidence. Because yes, it is a little bit of a nuanced episode, so I'm going to go ahead and preface this right now. This episode... This is a culmination of uh, now, alhamdulillah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I've been with my teacher for 15 years. We're really now going into a level of understanding of the Qur'an that is extremely nuanced. In a way that is very, very looking at ayat that many would say this is redundant ayat. This is something that is a similar ayat. This is something that is uh, a coincidence to say that these ayat are exactly the same. But then you'll be able to go into the context and say no, these ayat have such a drastic difference in meaning and they have such a varying understanding of the uh, the ayat. And so I just want to go ahead and preface this that it is a little bit technical and so if you do feel overwhelmed I want you to know that it is completely fine. If you do need to listen to this a couple times, if you do need to take notes, if you do need to open the Qur'an and the mushaf and follow along with the ayat, that is perfectly fine. If you do end up feeling that it is a little bit too technical, a little bit too overwhelmed, you can sit back and just get the gist and the understanding of it and that by itself will help blow your mind up blow your mind up blow your mind in terms of understanding subhanallah how the quran is a miracle and then for those of you who are students of knowledge you will really get a lot out of the technicality of this episode as well specifically regarding the uh, word sofa in a future tense context in the Arabic language so without further ado inshallah we'll jump right into the podcast episode Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh InshaAllah in this summary we will be talking and going over the ilm that we learned in our last halaqah May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased and accept from our teacher inshaAllah We are going to be specifically talking about the word sofa in the Qur'an And then the specific difference between the word or the letter sofa and the letter seen inshallah. Now it's going to be important to first off make sure that you have studied and have reviewed the contents of the previous summary and the previous halaqat in which we spoke about the letter seen. We extensively went through that in order to actually understand what is the future tense in the Arabic language as well as what is the meaning behind the letter seen when used in the context of future tense. That's going to be absolutely critical to have an ilm and understanding of prior to going into inshallah today's ilm because of the fact that we're going to be building on top of what was spoken about in that previous summary. So inshallah, if you have missed out on that, you want to go ahead and take a second and uh, take a little bit more than a second because that one is a uh, a little bit of a longer summary and uh, go and review that inshallah so that way it's clear what it is that we're going to be talking about in today's, uh, in today's summary, inshallah. So, uh, just as, as a brief recap, I'm not going to go too extensively into this, but we spoke about how there are two ways in order to show future tense in the Arabic language. One is utilizing the letter seen, and then the second is utilizing the letter sofa. Now, go back and listen to the previous summary to know why I said the letter sofa and not the word sofa that's mentioned in the previous uh, r- summary as well. So now, inshallah, in today's summer, we're going to talk about sofa specifically. So, the first off, it's important to remember and recall, uh, because years and years and years and years ago, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with our teacher, we spoke about a concept in that we connected the Arabic meaning of words to the number of letters in the words. Okay, So we had said previously that the more letters typically in the Arabic language that a word has, the more meaning it also has, okay? Now this is not a general rule, this does not mean that you're going to go and look at everything, it's just something to note that this is a, a, a concept that exists. The typical example for this, and I'm not going to go too much into this because that is a completely separate ilm and a completely separate summary, the typical example for this is the difference between the word Hasan and the word Ahsan. So the difference is that the word ahsan has four letters, specifically an alif at the beginning of the word and the word hasan has three letters and therefore we also know that the difference between hasan and ahsan is that ahsan is the peak of hasan and so it therefore has more meaning because of the fact that it has more letters now what does that have to do with this concept of sofa and scene so we can see here that the word or the letter sofa not only does it have the scene for future tense but it also has two additional letters the wow and the fat now if we attribute the same concept to this word or this letter therefore we can determine that the word the the word sofa and I'm just going to go ahead and say word just so that it's a little bit more uh, together but you should just know that it's out from eye, so it is technically a letter but uh, I will just go ahead and use the word uh, the the phrase word inshallah so uh, we can understand here that the because sofa has three letters and the letter seen is obviously just one letter that the word sofa is going to actually have more meaning to it and that is exactly the case because what we can understand inshallah we're going to get into the difference between the two here in a second but specifically the word sofa is utilized in the future tense context, when we are speaking about a greater duration of time that has elapsed, a greater duration of time than just utilizing the letter seen by itself. And so that is very important to note here is that that's typically what sofa is going to represent in a general context. And we're going to get into some of the differences here in a second. But in a general context, more letters, more meaning. Sofa has more letters, therefore, it's a longer duration of time. Now, just to make a comment here, it is Subhanallah, one of the mu'jizat. It is one of the miracles of the Arabic language. It is not by random chance that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has chosen the Arabic language to represent, uh, to 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 speak the Quran in. And so the uh, this is this is one of the miracles of this now typically obviously somebody can look at the word ahsan and hasan and say oh yeah this has to do with the arabic grammar and all those kinds of things but subhanallah this is something to look at just from the number of letters there is more meaning attributed to the word so that is the word sofa in regards to just by itself now it's important to note we're now going to compare to the second half of this summary. We're going to start to compare now the letter seen when used in the future tense context and the word aka letter used in the context of sofa. So it's first important to know why and how are they similar. In both contexts, both the letter seen and the word sofa, both of them represent uh, the, but the taking the present tense to the future tense standard but they also both represent what it is that we've spoken about previously in the letter scene summary they both also represent connotation towards yes you get it in the present and you also get it in the continuous future tense so everything that we spoke about in the summary regarding the letter scene also therefore applies to the word sofa when used in the future tense context okay and so that's the first thing i want to go ahead and mention here that we spoke about in the class is that what they both do is that they both take the present tense and take it to the future tense and they both have the connotation that it's not only you get it now but you also will continue to get it as well and so a lot of the things that we've spoken about in the letter scene will apply to the word sofa now let's go ahead inshallah and talk about the differences between letter seen and the word sofa. The differences between the two is that there are two differences. First difference is that, like we've already spoken about, the letter seen usually connotates less time. And the word sofa is usually connotates a longer elapsed time. Okay, that is the first difference between the letter seen and the word sofa when used in the future tense. The second difference is that you can add the letter lam to the word sofa but you cannot add it to the letter seen what is the example of this in surah al duha we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says sofa we can say wala sofa. the lam here now, there's often the, the lamb here is specifically referring to Qasam or otherwise. We've not, not, I'm not saying this specific lamb is well as Sofa is here for Qasam. But what I'm saying is that uh, there's different lamb in the Qur'an that we've spoken about in different halaqat. Those can be attributed to the word Sofa. They can be attached to the word Sofa. Whereas they cannot be attached to the scene when it's representing the future context. So the previous example that we went over that I recorded a summary of was regarding Rijuhum. Uh, in Surah, Al-An'am, uh, in Surah Al-Araf, excuse me. And so we cannot say, La- lasa- 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 We cannot say, because the letter lam cannot be attached to the letter seen when used in the future tense context. And so those are the only two differences between the letter seen and the word sofa. Now, An example to go over this, an example that really illuminated the difference between this, is if we were to provide a scenario. We say, Sofayati Bilal. So let's say we are in class, we are in Halaqa, and uh, the the ustad asks Yasin, and he says, Where is Bilal? And Yasin responds, He says, Sofayati Bilal, or He says, Sayati Bilal. Okay? Sofayati Bilal, or He says, Sayati Bilal. Now, Both in the translation from an Arabic perspective, both means that Bilal will be coming, right? So fayat Bilal, so Bilal is coming, and uh, sayat Bilal, Bilal is coming. Now, let's go ahead and divide and provide a little bit of context to this because we're going to go inshallah and talk about the difference in how they are similar in different ayat. The first scenario is Yasin is asked, "Where is Bilal?" Now Yasin has prior knowledge as to where Bilal is. So the time duration is uh, is 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 less because Yasin knows that it's going to be a short amount of time until Bilal comes because he knows where Bilal is. He knows that Bilal is on his way. If it's going to be a shorter duration of time that Bilal is going to be coming because Bilal will be coming, right? The question to you as those who are listening to this, my question to you would be, now that you know the difference between the... Letter seen and the word sofa when used in the future tense context, what would be more applicable for Yasin to reply to the ustad when he is asked, Where is Bilal? Would, they, would, would Yasin say, Sofa ya'ti Bilal? Or would Yasin say, "Sayati Bilal? If he knows that Bilal is soon to be coming because he knows the location of Bilal and he knows that it's going to be a short amount of time until Bilal comes. The answer to that question, if you guys are uh, listening to me intently, the answer to this question is that Yasin would say sayyati Bilal. He would say sayyati Bilal that Bilal will come, So Bilal is is coming. He will say sayyati Bilal because he knows that it will be a short amount of time until Bilal comes. In the second scenario, if he's asked where is Bilal, and Yasin let's say for example is not sure right he's really, really not sure where Bilal is he's not you know he knows that Bilal wouldn't be absent no matter the circumstance, but he's not sure how long it will be until Bilal comes right It might be a long time, it might be short he just has no idea and so in that case, the question is would he use sayati Bilal or would he use sofayette Bilal in this case, he would go ahead and use sofayette Bilal why? Because of the fact that he knows that the duration is, 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 it may be a long time. It's an undetermined, it's not, uh, and I'm not going to say undetermined because I'm going to, I'm going to comment on this here in a second, but it's a longer duration of time. And so for that reason, he would go ahead and say, sofa yati bilal because he doesn't know when bilal is going to be coming. Now, <laughs> interestingly, I made a comment in the class I and mean, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with our teacher. I had said, you know, if it was me in the situation, I would probably, if I was going to cover for my brother, uh, you know, and I don't know where he is. I may utilize Sayati Bilal because I might give the connotation to the teacher that uh, that Bilal is soon to be on his way, meaning that you know Bilal is uh, you know he's on his way in that regard. And then obviously uh, the it, it's important to note here that uh, our teacher mentioned to us that this could potentially be something that would be uh, uh, angering to, Let's like, say the class ends and then the teachers like, hey, you said sayati why, like you said, sayati? That means he should be coming on his way. You knew that he was coming on his way, so it could potentially seen as a negative thing that you were, like, you know, not lying. You, you could say almost lying. You could say that, you know, more appropriately, you would want to use sofa yati. So that would, uh, it's that would associate the connotation that you don't know when he's actually going to be coming. Um, the second question that I had asked regarding this was. Is it that the difference between sofa and see, the sofa and scene is that there's a determined and an undetermined? Is that the way that it should be looked at? And the uh, the answer to that question that our teacher gave us was that it has nothing to do with the determined or the undetermined. It has more so to do to do with the elapsed duration. Because if you know the specific time that the individual is going to be coming, then you would just go ahead and say that you would say sofa يأتي bilal, you know al ashra. And so in that case, you can then interchange between scene and sofa. Um, So those are some two follow-ups regarding this scenario. So now, why I'm going over this is because you should now, after going through the scenarios and going through the differences that we've talked about and going through this practical example, you should have a much deeper and better understanding of the difference between sofa and scene. The reason why I'm spending a lot of time into this and the reason I'm going into the, uh, the details of this and the reason I'm really marinating it is because what we're about to get into now is different ayat in the Qur'an that are actually very, very, very similar. And both ayat, one of them uses seen and the other one uses sofa. And we're now going to do a critical thinking, tadabbur and a critical thinking analysis and a really reflection on what is the difference between these two ayat, given seen and sofa, even though the rest of the ayat is pretty much the same. And that's why I really wanted to spend time here to go over the example that we went over in class. We really wanted to marinate this. I really want, inshallah, for, uh, for everyone listening to be able to specifically understand the difference. Because if you don't understand the difference, you maybe want to play back this part of the summary so you can really get it. Because I know I went, it was a little bit technical. I know it, was, it sounded like, oh, sofa scene, sofa scene. It's a lot, you know, especially in audio, it's very difficult to catch the difference in the meaning. If you need to listen back to that, go ahead and pause and do that right now because we're now going to go into the specific differences in, uh, in, in various different ayat and it's going to be very challenging to pick up on the difference if you are not familiar with the difference individually first. So, there are certain ayat, and that's going to go into the second part now. There are certain ayat in the Quran that have very similar meaning and on the surface, one can say that these ayat are redundant. And the reason why this is so critical to understand is because this is what we talk about in the Islamic sciences. We talk about the ilm of muhkam and mutashabih is we talk about the ilm of those ayat in the Quran that are very clear, right? There's muhkam means there's a, there's, there, there, they have ahkam in them, aka they are very clear, right? It's very like uh, black and white. And then there are those ayat that are mutashabih and those that are similar or alike ayat. Now, the reason why this is important is because we know that in Surah Ali Imran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, And then towards the end of the ayah, He says, Is that those who are rasikhun fil ilm, those who are firm in knowledge, راسخون, they are very firm in knowledge, right? They're firmly grounded in knowledge. Those are the ones who know the difference between that which is muhkim and that which is much Right? Because this can this is a, a a an avenue for those who are um seeking the fitna, right? They're not entirely clear of the fitna. That they say, oh, these are redundant ayat. These are this this whole ilm is regarding what are the ayat in the Quran that are muhkim and mutashabih. And then the mutashabih ayat is one that is heavily disagreed upon in terms of, oh, these are redundant, they're the same, you know, whatever that might be. And the point being is that the point of the ilm of the Mutashab is to say, no, they are not redundant. It is not the, 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 the Al-Alim, the one who spoke the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is not, uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa billah, using redundant language. He's, the, the Qur'an is a mu'ajizah it is the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and therefore it is not by coincidence, it is not by random chance that these two ayat are similar. And that is why it's so important to understand. So, let's go ahead and dive into the example that we elaborated on in the halaqah. We spoke about two different ayat. One ayah, which is in Suratul Al-An'am, ayah number 5. And the other ayah, which is in Suratul shuara ayah number 6. Okay. Now, the ayah in Suratul Al-An'am is فَقَدْ كَذَّبُوا بِالْحَقِّ لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ فَسَوْفَ يَأْتِيهِمْ أَنْبَاءُ مَا كَانُوا بِهِ يَسْتَهْزِئُونَ and the ayah in Surah Al-Shu'ara is فَقَدَ كَذَّبُوا فَسَيَأْتِيهِمْ أَنْبَاءُ مَا كَانُوا بِهِ يَسْتَهْزِئُونَ Now, inshallah, if you are following along and if you want to go ahead and open up these two ayat, Surah Al-An'am, ayah number 5 and Surah shuara ayah number 6, you will see that essentially the second half of Surah Al-An'am is essentially identical. To the ayah in Surah Shu'ara, because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is saying in Surah Al-An'am, and then in in Surah Shu'ara So it's أنباء, and أنباء, and So basically, what's going on here is that in what in Surah Surah Al-An'am. The ayah here is referencing is as utilizing the word sofa. Now the fa here is regarding is a harf ma'ani, is a completely separate thing. So I'm not going to go into that. But it's sofa yatihim. Essentially, you can take remove the fa as the compound word, and you can say sofa yatihim for the purposes of what we're talking about here. We're not going to talk about the fa. So it's sofa yatihim amba, and then sayyatihim amba. So it's literally identical words. يَأْتِيهِمْ أَمْبَعْ him Both ayat have that. The only difference between the two is the utilization of sofa and seen in their respective ayat. Now looking at this from an Arabic language point of view, if you say, okay, let's go ahead and translate this. If you look at the translation, it will translate at exactly the same thing. Which is سَيَأْتِيهِمْ uh, أَمْبَعْ That they will come to know they They will come to know the news of that which they مَا يستحزئن, Of that which they used to mock. They will come to know the news انباء, مَا كَانُ bihi Of that which they used to mock at. The thing that they used to mock, they will come to know that news. So the translation of these two things, uh, two ayats, not things, these two ayat, is exactly the same and مَا بِهِ And so my teacher, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with him, and our teacher, uh, what he mentioned here was that even if you were to go to an Arabic professor, right? Because the Arabic professor, and this is important to understand, is that in the Islamic sciences, when you speak to somebody, you are speaking, they will answer according to the ilm and their background that they have. And this is a concept that our teacher spoke to us about many years ago, is that if you go to a qari of the Quran, and then you go to a faqih of the Qur'an, you say, what is the, what is the meaning of this ayah? Uh, not this specific ayah, but you know, in general, some other ayat in the Qur'an. The faqih is going to answer that question based on what his context is. The qara is going to ask, answer the question based on his context is. The, the, the mufassir is going to answer that question based on his context. And so if you go to the Arabic professor and say, what is the difference between these two ayat?" They're going to say, no, it's exactly the same. Unless he has dove really deep into the ayat and the language and you know the difference between the two and there. But the important thing to note here, and this is where we're going into the ilm of mutashabih, is that from a tafsir perspective, these two ayat have a completely different meaning. Why is that the case? Because in Surah Al-An'am, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala says, فَقَدْ كَذَّبُوا بِالْحَقِّ جَاءَهُمْ So it's that they rejected the truth Right, فَقَدْ كَذَّبُوا Both ayat have فَقَدْ كذبوا. Um, The difference is that بِالْحَقِّ لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ is that they rejected the truth when it came to them. In Surah Al-An'am لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ They rejected the truth when it came to them. But there's no لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ in ayah number 6 of Surah Al-Shu'ara It's فَقَدْ كَذَّبُوا فَسَيَأْتِيهِمْ So it wasn't they they rejected the truth when it came to them. Uh, um, and then the other one is, they rejected the truth when it came to <laughs> This is tough in English language. When the news came to them, excuse me. So they rejected the truth when it came to them. And then uh, they will come to know the, 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 the news of that which they used to mock. So the difference is when they came, when it came to them. لَمَّا jahum. That is the difference between the two ayat. So from a tafsir perspective, we can look at when news comes to someone. Do they immediately disregard it? Or is it something that they take time to disregard. Do they debate? Do they argue? Do they discuss? Do they process? Do they go through that entire, that entire process to be able to reject something? When something comes to you, uh, just like in the same way that Nuh salam came to his people, it took them 950 years to completely and utterly reject that entire, uh, that entire message. When Rasulullah was with the uh, Mushrikeen for 40 years, and then after that he got the message and then they rejected it, right? So there's, a, there's, a, there's an elapsed period of time, there's a duration that came when the message comes to the, to, it comes to the group of people. And so as a result we can see here, this is the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala utilizes the word sofa in Surah Al-An'am ayah number 5 because of the fact that there is the inclusion of لَمَّا ahum, because there is an elapsed longer duration of time in Surah Al-An'am versus in Surah Al-Shu'ara ayah number 6 فَقَذَّب, there is no لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ there is no when it came to them there was no it was immediate rejection in that regard and so from this we can see here that because of the context and the tafsir perspective of these two ayat there is a difference in the utilization of sofa and seen subhanallah now you can make a comment here as we've spoken about previously uh, another concept we've talked about more letters, more meaning. There's also another concept which is the tajweed and how it connects to the meaning of the ayat. This is an ilm, subhanAllah, that our teacher has spoken about that no other alim has talked about. This is a this is a groundbreaking ilm in that, for example, if you say, uh, غَيْلِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الضالين, There's six harakat وَلَا الضالين, Right, you're extending it. That, what does that mud? Which is a rule of Tajweed have to do with the letter, what with the, with the meaning of the word dallin, which is that they are astray. Is that they are so astray that they've been astray for so such, such an astray um, that that's why the mud came in that regard. So you can see here, even here, debu right? It's not from a, it's not the Tajweed rule per se, but it's more so like the 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 speed of the ayah, debu It's very quick. But then you have فَقَدْ كَذَبُوا بِالْحَقِّ لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ There's mad فَسَوْفَ يَأْتِيهِمْ Because sofa is a longer duration of time And then there's a mud that's attributed to that Subhanallah this is another proof, another evidence of the mu'jizah of the Quran and how you're connecting it from multiple levels, from the meaning, from the tajweed, from the context, from the tafsir, from the Arabic language point of view. You just stack on top of each other, one by one by one, the mu'jizat of the Quran from uh, many, many, many different perspectives. And so, this is the example that we went over regarding a very similar ayah in the Quran, Surah An-Aam Surah Shu'ara. And what is the difference between the two? And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with our teacher, he mentioned that this is one of the most important, if not the most important lecture that he has ever given us in terms of looking at the Qur'an in a different way. Because of the fact that what we just went over right now encapsulates truly the, the nuanced understanding, the detailed understanding of the Qur'an in a way that is much deeper than just surface level. And that's why our teacher has said, MashaAllah, may Allah be with him for many years is that uh, when we go through these halaqat, when we go through these, uh, these, these lessons, he's not preparing us to be a student. Because at the end of the day, you become, at the end of this journey, you become an alim, somebody who really knows the details of this. You become rasikhuna fil ilm because of the fact that you know the difference between the muhkam and the mutashabih. And so, that is the example, inshallah, that we wanted to go over regarding the mutashabi ayat. Now, a different ayah that we went over, this is not regarded, this is not necessarily Mutashabih because there is no similar ayah to it, but we can also now extrapolate, uh, our understanding of the difference between sofa and seen and talk about this ayah as well, is in Surah al duha ayah number five, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَلَا سَوفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى And so, we can see, the question we can ask ourselves is, okay, why is it, and obviously we're asking from uh, from a learning perspective, not that we're questioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, but we're saying here, why is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used the word sofa here? وَلَا سَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ Why isn't, رَبُّكَ uh, Why isn't it, uh, and obviously we said we can't attach the lamb, the lamb to the scene, so why isn't it, wala, <laughs> right? We remove sofa and we add a scene there. The reason being is because if you look at the connotation prior to this specific ayah, right? Because it's in ayah number five. If you look at the ayah previous to this, you see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking, And so here the connotation is that sofa, the reason why it's sofa and the translation of this ayah is that verily your Lord will give you that which you will be, will, you will be pleased with. وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ When is that going to happen? Is that now? Is that in the short term? No, it's sofa. It's going to be in Al-Akhirah. It's going to be in the future. Why is that the case? It's because the hadith of Rasulullah as our teacher told us, um, and of course this is Oka Sallallahu uh, this is the meaning of the hadith, is that he Sallallahu Alaihi said, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala made this dunya nothing for us, and when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to give you the best choice best he will give you the best meaning that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving the tarbiyah to rasulullah and his sahaba and his um, ummah is that this dunya is nothing for you right even though he sallallahu alaihi was rich he was wealthy he was he was a millionaire at at, at points in his life he left the dunya with nothing and so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us here in Surah Al-Duhah the preference of al akhirah as the goal. He is showing Rasulullah as well as his followers that the preference is al akhirah That whenever you, whatever you get in the dunya is nothing compared to what you will get in the al akhirah And that's why the, the, the word sofa is utilized in Surah Al-Duhah ayah number 5 rather than seen because seen utilizing seen here would specifically talk about would say it's in a short term it could maybe be in the dunya but when you say sofa then it's clear that it's a longer duration of time it's going to be specifically in al-akhirah that all of that you have yu'tika rabbuka and so that is the entire summary of what it is that we went over in previous uh in the previous halaqah regarding the 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 word sofa and then specifically the nuanced detailed deep Deep diving definition and uh, understanding of the difference between the letter seen and the word sofa. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased and accept. Uh, from our teacher for allowing us to um, learn this and really uh, enhance our understanding of the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us. I would urge you guys, inshallah, if this was was a little bit more of a technical summary, if you guys need to, inshallah, go back and listen to it uh, and maybe write it out or look at the ayat in a more detailed context so you can really understand it. It really will allow you to uh, your mind will just absolutely be blown in terms of the levels of miracle that the Quran is and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us and make it easy for all of us to uh, further our understanding of his words subhanahu wa ta'ala jazakumullahu khair barakallahu fikum assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh